Well, hey, before we get started with our uh, podcast, I wanted to let all of our listeners know that we are going to transition. Oh, I guess you could say we already have, but we are going to officially transition into releasing a podcast every other week. Um, I think that is going to help us concentrate our content and it's going to make for a better podcast overall. And if you have any feedback about that, um, please let us know. Um, you can reach us at two lights podcast at gmail.com or you can uh, send us a message on Facebook at two lights podcast. So again, we are going to be releasing episodes every other week and I can't wait to hear from you guys and to as we proceed um, I suppose what we'll do is we'll call this season two uh, and now on to our episode you're listening to the two lights podcast join me Robert Nicolato and my wife Crystal Nicolato as we explore the words and principles of the truth that illuminate the direction and the steps on the path of life. Well, good morning, sweetie. Good morning. <laughs> I feel like we've been here before. Oh, I, I forgot to press record. We've probably recorded for, or didn't record actually for like five minutes, so... We'll try this again. Sounds good. <laughs> well, so we went on a walk yesterday. Uh-huh. And it's one of, it was by special request from our older daughter, Joy. You didn't tell them we're outside. Oh, I didn't tell you guys. Yes. Yeah, so if you're wondering what all this background noise is, we're outside. Mm-hmm. Um, on our balcony over our garden, which is kind of the topic for today. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if I had to give this podcast a theme, it would be good soil, or soil in general, actually. So um, I digress. So we went on a walk yesterday evening, and Joy was like, hey, let's go this way. Mm-hmm. Why did she want to go that way? Uh, because one of our neighbors has an amazing garden. It's a ridiculous garden. In such a small space. Yeah. Yeah. It is an enviable garden. <laughs> I don't even, I I just can't even imagine. I don't even try. Yeah. Yeah. So he was out there, um, which was kind of neat. And yeah. we got to see him and talk to him a bit. And, you know, he had, um, you know, he had, had special soil. He uh, has an irrigation system that raised bed gardens uh, a greenhouse where they had started all their stuff early, and but really we did we do basically everything he does except the soil. Yes, and it made such yes. I mean these plants are like four times bigger than ours. Yep, yep. I don't think that's an exaggeration. No, not at all. If if you compare his broccoli to ours, ours looks sad compared to yeah. his, and. Uh, and I mean, along with the watering and everything, um, it just, one of the leaves of his plants looks like a sail for crying It really out loud. does. It's just, they're huge. I couldn't believe it. And 
so the soil is the reason for, you know, how awesome his, his gardener is doing. Well, I wanted to take a second to thank all of our listeners that have supported uh, our Gab wireless cell phone adventure. Uh, we have funded half the year of this podcast um, through uh, listeners who have purchased Gab wireless phones through our promo code. So, um, and want to let you know that there's a special deal going on with Gab wireless by using the promo code two lights. 30, you can save $30 on the purchase of a Gab wireless phone. Now, what's particularly awesome about the Gab wireless phone is it has no internet. So it's, they're marketing primarily to children, and that puts this phone in the category of 100% safe from the dangers uh, that are on the internet for children. And I personally use a Gab wireless phone. I I appreciate having a cell phone that is just a cell phone. Uh, it is a bit of a sacrifice in comparison, but I think it's worth it. Um, you know, I don't take work home with me because I have a phone that can't. <laughs> so anyway, if if you purchase a phone in the month of June and use the promo code, Two lights, 30, you can save $30 on the purchase of your phone. And that's a deal worth uh, reaching out for. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to extend into July, so get it while it's hot. So I'm, I'm reading in Isaiah and in Philippians. And both in Isaiah and Philippians, Israel is in a pretty rough state Mm -hmm. in Isaiah where I was reading today God is promising the Israelites I'm going to plant you and just like you know when something gets planted that's what you are going to expect is going to come up right he's like I'm going to plant righteousness I'm going to plant joy and it will grow Oh, is that where it says, that's like my favorite, as the um, as the Sovereign Lord declares, so righteousness and praise. Yes. As the, as the water causes the seeds to grow. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's something like that. Yeah. Um, as rain on the garden causes the seeds to grow, so the Sovereign Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all nations. Yes. Like that. That's I, the yeah. exact verse. I love that yes. verse. Yeah. And it just really stood out to me that, that the seed and the soil, it's like... Which is interesting, though. Israel wasn't feeling that at that time. Right. They were in Babylon, for crying out loud. You know, oppression, oppression, and more oppression. And so, to have... For God to say that is so outlandish to what their circumstances were at that time. And so, here I am reading in Philippians. Same thing. Paul's in prison when he's writing this letter to the Philippians. And he's like... You know, my imprisonment is furthering the gospel. You know, uh, the Romans who had put him in prison wanted to squelch the gospel. You know, the preaching of Christ as, as you know, man's solution to his problems. 
um, they had their own ideas of what the solutions were. And so, you know, imprison the leader, discredit the message, right? Mm-hmm. And, but this was not happening. And Paul was like, nope, the, the gospel is actually going further than it would have gone if, um, if they had just left me alone. Right. And so, you see, he's seeing that he's seeing the fruit. But you can also see the soil of his heart mm-hmm. at the same time. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And let's see here. And so that, that's where we come to Matthew, uh, chapter 13, verses 1 through 23. Would you, would you mind reading that? The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth." And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? That's fine. Yeah. We don't need the whole chapter. Okay. So... But you, you get the, there are four types of ground there. You've got the hard, the rocky, the thorny, and the good. And, I mean, the object that's really the focus of it is the heart, which is the soil. Right. But the seed is kind of like, actually, I can't really tell which one's primary, really, if I'm being honest with myself. Um, because the seed is is the word of God, right? And you know where does is that seed able to penetrate the heart, the hard, the rocky, the thorny, and the good? Mm-hmm. And what, what do you think about that? What was, what was the question again? We can get this edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Well. I mean, maybe I didn't really ask a good question there. Okay. I obviously didn't actually. Um, so you've got the word and the soil, which is the heart. Mm-hmm. And if we compare our neighbor's garden to ours, right? We compare, you know, Paul and his affliction. It makes me think of our affliction that we've been going through lately, as. Well, that um, I I could say that I've had pity parties along the way as we've been struggling through some of the life stuff that we're going through right now. Right. And I was thinking about, has the gospel gone further because of my reaction to how to how things are going right now? Right. And and if if we look at the, the four things that got the soil that God describes in Matthew, you've got hard, rocky, thorny, and good. And I was like, thorny, that's, 
that's what's happening right now to us. Right. Right? Right. So what's the thorny situation in Matthew? And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. Yes. Now, if you go over the next page, Jesus gives an explanation of that. Because his disciples ask him, hey, um, what does this mean? He also that receives seed among thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke it out. And I'm like, man, there's a lot of things right now on our plate. Mm-hmm. And I'm and again, I'm not trying to pity party this. It's just that's that's where we're at and it fits with what we're talking about today. Have you noticed that because of all the craziness right now that the word is been choked? Yeah, I think we were talking about that. Too. We were just just a few days ago. It's actually been part of our topic. It's like, man, why is the you know, why is our fellowship with the Lord and his, I mean, we've been putting in time with the Bible, you know, looking at it, um, you know, trying to get back to normal. Yeah, to make it be what it has been to us in the past, but it's been fall, kind of falling flat. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, man. Um, it seems like it's an effort. It, there's an effort here for uh, to to test our soil, right? 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 And I mean, if we look at our neighbor's yard and and, and ours, and it's like just looking at how well that yard is doing is almost it's a delight. It's a delight to see, right? You know, joy. She's, she's, you know, she's nine. Right. And she intrinsically, you know, it was like, I want to go see that again. Right. And there was something exciting about that. And if, if I was to take my spiritual health, and it's like, man, that's what I want for myself. Right. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I, what do I need to do with my heart in order for my soil the soil of my heart to be right. fertile again. There's been a lot of stuff growing up right now that's trying to choke it out, and it, I I just feel like it's something that that, that we should be considering. Right. Um, no, I definitely feel like that's what's in the Lord's been putting on my heart too. Yeah. Yeah, as I've been struggling with anxiety, you know really bad. I haven't had this much anxiety in a long time Mm -hmm. for this prolonged of a period. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I've been praying and asking God, you know, why does this happen? Why do I get anxiety like this over the same things? You know, why? It's almost like the Lord's revealing to me underneath all of that is me throwing a fit. And I don't understand, I don't understand that. I don't feel like, you know, I don't, maybe because I'm quiet, You, I don't think anyone would peg me as 
outwardly complaining or outwardly whining. A fit thrower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But totally. I, I feel like underneath it all, that's kind of what the Lord's been showing me. Not telling, I haven't figured out what exactly that means or, or how I'm doing that or, but almost like the pathology of my anxiety is me throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's selfishness or maybe that is what that means or something. Right. Well, I, I think suffering is, it's like the most amazing catalyst for, for that. Right. Um, when everything's great, I just, I don't know. I, I don't see stuff like that. Right. And I, well, I don't act like that. No, I don't act cranky when, you know, everything's wonderful. Um, It's only when uh, things derail. So, I mean, yeah, of course. And and would I consider you, you know, the whiny type? Not at all. No. So, uh, and I don't think anyone would. Um, Really, I mean... There's actually been people that know you what you're going through, and they've said to you, you know, you're the way you have been doing this has been an encouragement to them. Um, so I think what you're saying is it's it's very deep. Yeah, it's very deep. It's covered up. It might be something between you and God. Yeah, it's almost like demonic, uh-huh. like like some sort of uh-huh. root. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's interesting that you had mentioned that the demonic aspect of it, because that's actually what is mentioned for the first. I mean, who's always trying to steal the seed of the word? The devil. Always, right? And the fact that the thorns are the world and the deceitfulness of sin, of, of riches, of riches, I think is what it said. I mean, that's all you know, Satan's economy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Um, his, the, the Bible earlier in, in the word says, you know, the prince of the power of the air. Um, actually, no, I think it's later in one of the letters. Um, just that he, he has a certain amount of control over people, people that obey him and in this world in general. And to call, to not acknowledge that what's happening to us does have a demonic aspect to it. I mean, I think that would be foolish. Um, what happened to Job? That was straight up Satan coming after him to test him. And, well, not, not actually, I should say, God was testing him. Satan was trying to destroy him. God knew what Job could do, and Job survived it. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought that was some interesting food for thought for us, and I would imagine for other people that are listening, that I, I particularly love the way Paul put it in his own imprisonment in Philippians. Would you mind turning there, babe? It's uh, Philippians chapter 1, 12 through 17. 
But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Some indeed preach Christ out of envy and strife, and some also of goodwill. The one preach Christ of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but the other of love, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel. Yeah. And so he's saying, you know, in pretense or in love, the gospel's going out. And um, and just like you got some feedback from people that's like, you know, we know that you're suffering and we're encouraged by, by you, mm-hmm. which is amazing. You know, I don't... how. Because it's it's miserable, but somehow it's encouraging to others. Right. So there's 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 I, I mean, and I don't want to add pressure to this, but it, there's some responsibility there. Right. Because I know of Christians who have gone through hard times, legitimate, you know, talk about thorns, um, you know, cancer, uh, um, loss of life. Uh, just difficult circumstances. And when it came down to it, it's like, you know, they, they say what Job's wife says, right? No curse God and die. Right. It's like, no, I'm out of here. Um, this Christian stuff is garbage. Right. And it's amazing. It's amazing to me that that's where people go. Right. It, it proves to me, God, that that's what people say when they're suffering. You know, you know, God, where are you? Well, that question isn't even crossing some people's minds until they suffer. So, all right, well, are there any other thoughts? I don't think so. All right, we'll, we'll call it a day. Thank you for listening to the Two Lights Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and tell your friends. Or email me at twolightspodcast.com at gmail.com and we'll add you to our weekly mail list. Additional information about this episode and supporting Two Lights Podcast is in our show notes. And on behalf of the Nicolato family, I thank you.